Welcome to a dopamine kit. Yes, another ADHD podcast. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shout. Join us each week and we can hyper-focus together on all things ADHD. This is our journey to diagnosis, the challenges, frustrations and humour that come when living with ADHD as adults. Let the interrupting begin! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 95 of A Dopamine Kick. Today we're going to be talking about all things ADHD and pain. Thanks so much for tuning in to the episode. If you're here and you like this episode, please consider supporting us by clicking on the link in the description um, where you can donate to our Patreon or just buy us a coffee. Anyone that does donate, we really, really do appreciate it and It helps us um, continue to do the podcast. Also, if you wouldn't mind subscribing to us and um, leaving us a review, we'd also be really, really grateful. Hopefully, you will remember that by the time you get to the end of the episode. Your list of demands is getting longer and longer. (laughs) I know, I know. They're not demands, they're just... Request. Just a light push, <laughs> that's that's all. So today we're talking about ADHD and pain management and Shao brought the idea of this episode up and I was like, I don't, I don't really know if I do that, like, what are you on about? And then she said to me, well, she's been, she's got a scratch on her finger at the moment and, you know, that's just taken up her whole life. I wouldn't even call it a scratch, it's so small, it's like pinprick. <laughs> <laughs> So it got us thinking about this episode and apparently um, research does suggest that having ADHD can affect your pain perception because you might ha- you may have altered pain response. So you might have a higher threshold for perceiving pain or you might even have a lower one. Um, but it's, it's really complex, um, obviously, and as they always say, it's not fully understood. Um, but everyone has different experiences of pain perception. So we thought what we'd do in this episode is we'd talk about some of the things that uh, we've gone through in our lives where we have either over-exaggerated the pain or under-exaggerated the pain. So, Shell, I'm going to kick off with you. Okay. Tell us a story. So for me, it's all or nothing. And I tend to perceive minor things as being a massive deal so like you mentioned this little teeny tiny scratch that I've got on my finger it's on my index finger and like I can't touch anything I can't pick anything up wash my hands do anything without just being constantly reminded of this like scratch and it feels like it's throbbing and it's so painful and it's not really even red it's not like it's infected I think it's just because I can't touch anything with my fingers without being aware that it's there um but then in times when pain should be massive i typically am not that bothered so probably the most extreme example of this is um when i was in schools when i was a teenager um i broke my wrist and i didn't go to hospital for two weeks yeah Um, and like i knew it was uncomfortable i wasn't like still going about life as normal but i was like no no it's not that bad no it's not that bad and it was only after two weeks when my grandma was like, no, this isn't right. Like, you shouldn't be able to... After two weeks, if it was something minor, it should have gone, that I went to A&E and they x-rayed me. And I fractured my uh, growth plate. So I, to, so I literally had to turn up at school the next day in a cast. <laughs> Everyone was like, what? <laughs> what happened yesterday? Um, oh, no. What happened two yesterday? Weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, no, actually. Yeah, actually, it was two weeks ago. So that's probably the most extreme example, but I've done stuff like that, like quite a lot. Like, 
um, head injuries as well, especially like bashed into things. And uh, again, all my examples seem to be from school. I think it's because I've led quite a boring life since then. Um, we, me and a friend of mine, uh, we were play fighting in school and she, um, I tripped over just as she like grabbed me and it ended up with me smashing my head into a um, filing cabinet. And I actually dented the cabinet and it didn't hurt. It didn't, I, I didn't feel a thing. <laughs> I literally didn't feel a thing. Came up laughing. She was like, oh, shit, what have I done? Thought I was going to be in like a lot of distress and I just didn't even, didn't even tingle. <laughs> wow. Wow. Just super invincible. Except for paper cuts and scratches and tiny little things which take over my life. How about you? Because you, you, you were insistent that you don't do this. I don't this. know. I don't know. I'm just, I think with me, and it's ADHD as well, I know it affects your cognitive function, um, emotional regulation, which I think can directly impact how someone experiences and copes with pain. Because sometimes I can just go, oh, I'm in so much pain, but I'm actually not really in that much pain. I'm just making an issue out of it because I want attention or I want something done. I'm using it as an excuse or I've had a bad day and it's all compounding on top of me. So that typically happens on occasion with stupid things like just a sniffle or a cold or something. Mm. Um, but in reality, it's not really affecting me that much. And we did speak about this before when you said... When we we was talking about what we were grateful for, and you said that oh, you get a cold and you get that little um oh yeah when you can't breathe and the little space underneath your nose just feels so sore yeah. and every time you breathe you can like feel it <laughs> yeah and I think I think that's the problem with me like I I, I seem to like focus so much hyper focus almost on those little things to the point where it affects my daily emotions so for example. Um, if I have a mouth ulcer, oh, I can't, I can't live, I can't cope, like, <laughs> literally, I cannot cope, it's, it affects the way I eat, the way I speak, I don't want to talk to people, and it's a simple, small, little mouth ulcer, but when I broke my ribs, two weeks, I was just like, oh, just got a little bit of pain there, it'll be fine, it'll be fine, and it went on, it went on for a long time, and people were saying, you do realise that you shouldn't be in that much pain. And I was like, it's going to be fine. Like, what are you on about? I was walking around with broken ribs for two weeks. I went to the hospital in the end, got made to go. And the doctor said, yep, yeah, you've, you've got broken ribs. And as soon as I learned that I got broken ribs, everything changed. It was, oh, my ribs. <laughs> Suddenly you're in agony. <laughs> I can't move. <laughs> <laughs> and I spent like, the last, the next like four or five days, basically saying I couldn't do anything because my ribs were broken. But previous to that, two weeks, I was getting on as far. I was getting on as normal, driving <laughs> around. <laughs> so I think with me, it stems from a comorbid condition such as anxiety, such as I always overthink things, and if it's confirmed to me, then it gets worse. Shout out, you literally just staring. Sorry. <laughs> She's just, she just zoned out then. <laughs> oh. I had zoned out completely. <laughs> Was I boring you there? No, I just had, I'd suddenly thought of, um, I'd suddenly thought of a, a, a current example of when I hadn't been in pain and I should have been. And 
it's all I could think about to keep it in my mind and I'd totally stop listening to you. Okay, before you forget, what was this example? Okay, so I'm looking at it now. It's on my thumb. So the, the, the same hand, which I've got the scratch on and I am obsessed with my finger. I just have hand problems, clearly. So I, um, I was, I can't remember what I was doing. I was doing something with a caravan and I jerked something, something jerked off too quickly. Anyway, I ended up getting my thumb crushed between two bits of metal um and it and it bled and it was like a bit painful but I was in the middle of doing something so I just sort of like roughly wiped the blood away and carried on with what I was doing and um I didn't really give it much thought but it, it's actually um as the nail because it's right on the nail bed as the nails grown out it's all like black and underneath and coming away and like it's obviously been sufficient enough blow that it's damaged that section of growing nail but I literally couldn't have given that less than 30 seconds of my time because <laughs> I was so absorbed in something else it was unimportant to me and yet this fucking scratch <laughs> do you know what <laughs> I didn't hear a word of what you just said <laughs> <laughs> we are doing well today I was trying to think of another we are example. We're doing so in my head. well today. This is what happens when we don't even have preliminary notes. <laughs> we Literally, can't hold a conversation. We're like maladaptively, not even listening to each other, trying to think of the next example. <laughs> <laughs> so, ADHD and pain management. I don't know what else to say. Well, no, I think the point of the I think the point of the episode is to raise awareness and also um I guess kind of let people know that they're not alone and and sort of other people do it too because I definitely remember when I was growing up there would be some people who thought I had an exceptionally high pain threshold because they'd seen me go through things and not be bothered and then there are other people that thought I was an absolute wimp over something different I remember thinking it's so weird that like people People can both know yeah. me at the same point in my life and have such a different view on me. This is true, actually. I also think as well, it depends how you act around people. So if you're more comfortable around a person, you're more likely to be with ADHD. You're more likely to be jokey. You're more likely to say how you really feel. But then in front of like a professional or someone who you think, oh, I don't want them to think, I don't want them to think that way of me. You might put on an app. Yeah. So I mean, still to this day, every time my psychiatrist asks me how I am, I go, no, I'm fine. And like every other thought just is a blank in my mind. And he'd be like, what, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I <know. laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. I think sometimes we can, we can put on a front as well. Yeah, I also yeah. think as well, like some, some pain is easier to ignore than others. For me, tooth pain, it, it just cannot be ignored. Anything in the mouth area for me cannot be ignored. Is always 12 out of 10 on the scale, no matter what it is in the mouth. Um, <laughs> and my and my stomach area. But anywhere else, it tends to be, like, not as bad. So I think it can be, like, what you perceive as important, I suppose. So if you or anyone you know has any concerns about the pain perception that you're feeling, um, then consulting a professional is the best approach to assess and address any specific issues that you're worried about. Oh, speaking of professionals, actually, I have my year review coming up. 
It is almost a year. Well, actually, it's just over a year now since I was diagnosed with ADHD. <laughs> Sorry, I love it. You've got your one year review coming up since you was diagnosed with ADHD. I don't even have a diagnosis of ADHD. How the fuck you're, does you're that not happened? even sure where you are on the list? How That's that crazy, happened? isn't it? How has it been a year? Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you and you were telling us about your one-year assessment. Yeah, well, I don't have much more to say other than it's coming up. <laughs> oh, I thought you was going to have some massive light bulb No, moment. I should have had it already, <laughs> but it got, got cancelled last minute, so I don't have a date for it yet, but it'll be soon. And who's that through? That's through my private psychiatrist. Oh, okay, okay. I think I'm going to ask to be um, discharged, though. Like, I don't think... I don't think I need to be under his care anymore. Yeah. Um, because I've decided that I'm, you know, I'm definitely not taking any medication for the foreseeable future. You know, I'm actively trying to conceive, so it doesn't make sense for me to start a medication mm-hmm. at this point. So yeah, I think I'm just going to ask if I can be discharged and, you know, maybe pick this up again in yeah. a couple of years. I mean, that sounds fair. If you aren't struggling at the moment and you keeping up with your exercise and your diet and I, I do think there's a lot to be said about making sure that you are getting clean and fresh air making sure that you are eating a healthy diet making sure that you're getting your exercise there's loads of things like that that we talked about right at the beginning of our podcast that can help on a daily basis do you know what I was listening back to some of our old episodes the other, the other day sometimes I put them on for the dog when I leave. Is that why we've got so many listeners in Birmingham? <laughs> it's actually your dog. <laughs> um, no, I think it only counts one one person per listen anyway. But I was listening and it was so funny because we were talking the week before about how you have to do everything so quick once you get something into your mind. It's all guns blazing. Go, 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 go. Then we had the episode where we discussed ADHD and you said your therapist had said that you think you had ADHD. And then literally two episodes later, we were, dis- we were discussing your assessment. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, my God, <laughs> how fast. I mean, at least, you know, like it, it wasn't a lie. Like <laughs> I follow through with my behaviour is the exactly. same as what I say. <laughs> So I just thought I just thought it was brilliant. I just thought if you ever want confirmation that Shell is the type of person that's all guns blazing and when she gets something into her mind, it's going to happen as soon as possible, then yeah, those episodes are there as evidence. To be fair, it only it only took me two weeks because I was struggling to sort childcare. Was it the deadline, the anxiety? I've got to do this now. Oh, I would have literally like done it within days I had the option to do it within days but I had to obviously the the the, the doctor's hours are like fairly nine to five Monday <laughs> to Friday which is the same hours that my husband works so I had to source alternative childcare on a day that I was also free from work as well and that's what took two weeks of like jiggling around but otherwise I would have done it there and then right anyway we've rambled on for long enough (laughs) and we've changed topics several times um so yeah i think we'll end the episode there this week thanks very much for listening. hang on hang on hang on on. what about what did your adhd because it's definitely your turn Ah, you always get me with this what have i adhd this week 
Oh, I know. Okay, so this week I've been focused on... So I'm going to try and not make this long and rambly, but mm-hmm. my cat pissed on my rug. And you know what cat piss is like. It's really strong, smells of ammonia. It's really honestly... Smelly. Oh, it's so difficult. If you... If your cat pisses anywhere, it's just it's just terrible. It's not like it's not like the dog. So I knew it was the cat. So I've got this like cleaning machine. So I'm trying to clean this rug with with the cleaning machine. I'm putting in like urine neutralizers and all this. And um, obviously it was still smelling. So I was just getting so pissed off with this rug. I was just like, I am not throwing another rug away. I've thrown so many rugs away. This can be cleaned. This can be washed. So I decided what I was going to do is I was going to throw it on outside over the line and I was going to jet wash it because that would be the best way to get rid of the smell. So I've done that. I spent ages in the I've spent ages in the garden jet washing the rug. In fact, all your neighbours were like, "What the hell is he doing?" Yeah. <laughs> I think they're used to my weirdness now. Did you do it on the floor or, or had you like pinned it up on the line? See, did you zone out? No, clearly not. I know you took it outside, took it outside in the garden. Outside, I threw it did over say, the line, the washing say, line. I did. You did not say that. People that are listening will you know didn't. that I've said. And when this is released, you can go okay. back and listen to it. Yeah. I'm going to go back and listen. Um, yeah. I threw it over the line anyway and I jet washed it. And I took it took me about okay. an hour. I was really getting in there. And then... This is like a shaggy rug, so it's not something that's going to dry quite quickly. So I thought I'd leave it outside overnight. Mm. Obviously, it rained, but still. And then the next day, I woke up. It was it smelt damp, and of I was like, "Of course it ha- did, because it'd been wet for twenty four hours." Yeah, I'm not having this. So I started to throw a mix of chemicals over it, really, like um, chlorine tablets that we used for the spa tub. Uh, Bleach. Oh my god! Washing powder, washing up liquid. I've I threw everything at this rug. I was like, this rug is not gonna smell. Jet washed it down again. Oh my um, life! Used stilts and chairs and yeah. Anyway, got up the next day, went outside. Thought it smelled a bit better, but it's still damp in some places. I'm not having it. I'm not having this. So I hyper focused the whole day trying to find quotes for a carpet cleaner. Um, which the quotes came back to me were more expensive than the rug. So I was like, well, that's not an option. Then I started to think maybe I should just give up the ghost and throw it away. But I was like, no, I'm not I'm not giving up on this. So then I decided that I was going to submerge it in the bath. I'm committed now. Yeah, I'm committed. I'm not letting this defeat me. I'm going to submerge this in the bath with a cocktail of chemicals again. <laughs> oh, my God. So... That's what that's what I did, and basically I've end, I've ended up obsessing over this rug all week, getting quotes, um, looking at posts, looking up YouTube videos, how to clean a rug, how to dry it quickly, um, neglected my responsibilities, not done any work, neglected my mental health. I didn't eat or drink all day because I was so obsessed with this rug. I ended up getting breathing problems because the chlorine was just so strong, my eyes were stinging. <sighs> Um, and in the end, I ended up uh, hanging it up in the lounge over the radiator because it was the only way that I thought it, it, I can dry it fast. Uh, yeah, and then ended up getting even worse eye problems and breathing problems. So, yeah, that's what I've done this week. I've focused on cleaning and my what, rug. What, what is the end result? Is the rug now back on the floor? The or... end result is the rug is now back We're on the, the floor. Because... <laughs> no, it's actually back on the floor, right? <laughs> It's on the floor. For how long? But the problem is, I don't know what it is, but cats seem to be attracted to the smell of chlorine. 
don't know what it is, but they're they're now around the carpet even more. So yeah, well, you use bleach, didn't you? They love bleach. bleach. Yeah, yeah, they love it. I don't it's know like why. Literally, the worst thing you could have used it now just smells like a toilet to them. <laughs> so now they're scratching around the carpet, so they're more likely to piss on the carpet again. And the bleach that I used, I mean, I used like a whole tub of bleach. I really went to town on this rug. I wanted that smell gone. It smells, the room smells of bleach. Of course and it When you're does. sitting there watching the TV, your eyes are stinking. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the thing is as well, because it's getting cooler, the heating has actually started to go on a little bit. Burn oh, that rug. Throw it yeah. away. The <laughs> no, amount of time that you no, spent on all of that. no. You could have exactly. just worked instead what... and bought a new one. That is so true. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of time I spent on this rug, I could have brought seven. <laughs> <laughs> and been less stressed, have less breathing issues. And been less stressed as well. Yeah, true. Mental health would have been better. I would have probably, you know, kept up with my diet a bit more. <laughs> Not neglected my responsibilities, but you know, ADHD. ADHD, yeah, the gift that keeps on giving. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening to this awful episode this <laughs> week. <laughs> we'll see you next week for more ADHD, ADHD <laughs> stuff. Bye. Bye. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels, and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.